This podcast brought to you by Earthlink. It's Wednesday, January 4th, 2006. I'm Molly Wood, author of CNET's Buzz Report. And I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNET's Real Deal. And we are... Live on location at CES 2006 in front of a studio audience consisting of... Michelle Thatcher. Michelle Thatcher and four other people. But it's not our fault because the show floor has not officially opened here at CES, so no one can get in to watch our podcast. But in case you're worried, Veronica is here. Veronica over there in the, uh, can be seen live and in person. <laughs> oh, Welcome man. to our special edition, Buzz Out Loud, <clears throat> CNET's podcast of Indeterminate Link. We are indeed here broadcasting from the um, Las Vegas Convention podcasting. Center. Oh, gosh. Podcasting. It's been a while. <laughs> it it's has been a, been a while. I know. We miss, we miss our people. I miss everybody. I miss everybody. And I know people in the forums are all upset because they expected us to come back yesterday. Oh, they did? Yeah. yeah I got Sorry. Some, we were flying. We Angry were actually letters. clinging for our oh. lives to Southwestern Airlines seats yes. in the bumpy air on it the It was death-defying. Don't be mad at us for not podcasting yesterday we because we really almost died. blazed through fire, smoke. <laughs> no, not really. Tom and I are lucky to be here at all. We didn't check baggage. That's the key. I know. So, Tom and Veronica spent all of today walking the entire Las Vegas Convention Center, from what I understand. Their dogs are barking. But Ooh. what do you have to report? Home theater is... Everywhere. I mean, just to sum it up, because there are literally acres. I think it's a half mile long that one way, yeah. and almost a mile long the other way. Wait, and that's just one hall, right? That's just the yeah. South Hall where we are? Yeah. <laughs> and we walked every inch of it, but yeah. home theater... You can't theater see him, but Tom's about to start crying because his feet hurt so bad. <laughs> we started walking at like 8.30 and what just got back at like 12.30. Wear? My Asics, same ones I wear every day. Okay, so that's good. But good they have good arch support? Me. No, f- completely yeah. flat. Really Did I mention key, home theater? The key to CES <laughs> is home theater. No, arch support and home theater. And Jellin. Uh No, seriously. <laughs> even like places like Intel, half their booth was involved with home entertainment and media center and t- how Intel technology can take advantage or huh. can be taken advantage of for those sorts of things. Well, that Big TVs. It's interesting because... Huge news- TVs. <laughs> Is the other part? How of the big are thing. they, Tom? So um, big. I know. I'm really excited about this. But there's a place in Samsung where they have in one area you can just stand and look at a 102 inch plasma, an 82 inch LCD, an 82 inch LED based LCD, and an 80 inch commercialized. Plasma. Dude, I didn't even know it was possible to make. I didn't know it was technically possible to make an 82 inch LCD. 102 inches plasma and an 82 inch LCD. You know what? I'm not feeling it. I don't, I don't need know. A TV you that didn't big. see this thing. I mean, I'm not saying I don't need a TV that big, but if I do, I want it to be a projector. I don't know. I, I would be pretty. Move, who, how are you going to move that? Myself if tell it was her in my about house. the Sony projector. How are you going to move that TV it was into your enormous. house? Enormous. It was the size of a small car. The projector. The projector. Yeah. And, uh, the the Sony actual booth. piece of equipment. Okay, not literally, but it was very large. Why it would it be so big? It was a 4K projector. So this is like film like quality. Four thousand yeah. lumens or whatever it is. Really? See, that's what I want. That's, that's I don't want to be trying to move some 102-inch TV into the house. I don't need, like, a football team coming over to try to get a TV. And I just need a screen and a volkswagen size Sony projector. Yeah, you just want <laughs> a 100-pound projector. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't need a whole team of guys for that. It's way cheaper to move that kind of thing in. What else? What else did you see? I, You know what? I have not left the stage today, but... Over here, <laughs> just to the right of the stage, is the coolest thing I've seen at CES so far. The Fender guys are setting up a kind of partner area next to our stage. Some and they nice have a axes. pink Hello Kitty guitar. Oh, no. Not more Hello Kitty. I need it. What more can Hello Kitty be on? Anyway. Now it's on a guitar. 
And I, I love car. it. <laughs> you know, they need to make sure they check that every night. You can just run right over and look at it right now. It's still there. <laughs> That's true. If it disappears, it's not because of me. I did not take it. Now, you're about to try to talk about a News.com story related oh, to the Oh, well, they said stuff. basically that um, News.com has a story saying that Samsung and LG are basically owning CES this year oh, because of God. the TV stuff. Do you agree? The Samsung section was almost like its own convention. Yeah. It was so we, we forgot. We, you know, when you're we in the convention, you forget in you're in Samsung. Las Vegas. We wow. were in the Samsung booth and we forgot we were in the convention center. It was we couldn't find our way out for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I think that's normal, actually. At no, I mean, even worse than normal. Really? Yeah. Because we have that problem in all the faint? booths, obviously. But no, I mean, it's like this, this cul-de-sac that's miles long, it felt like. <laughs> wow. And then yeah, you get stuck watching the huge TVs. I read that LG is going to introduce 10 new plasma TVs, four of which come with built-in 160 gigabyte di- digital video recorders. Oh! Awesome. So yes, high def yeah. DVR. We saw the 160 gigabyte hard disk uh, LG, and there's also a 71 inch HD plasma in the booth as well. Oh, really? But there were a lot of TVs with hard drives built in. That's another thing that seems to be a trend. Huh. Uh, Direct TV was actually promoting an integrated LCD Direct TV system. It looks incredible. It's like a DVR Direct TV really, really tuner cool. and LCD TV all in one. Interesting. Mm hmm. Samsung will also debut 20 LCD televisions, three of which come with integrated digital video recorders, and six rear projection TVs that run on liquid crystal on silicon or LCOS chips. I thought LCOS was over, though. You know, I didn't see a whole lot of LCOS uh, signage anyway. I mean, we're, we're walking the floor when people are setting up, so not everything yeah. was out yet. Not everything was working. But I never, I, the signage was almost all up, and that was your best guide. Did you, Veronica, did you see any? Not that I remember. Yeah. No. And then it sounds like tomorrow Samsung will display an 82-inch diagonal LCD TV. Which one, Samsung, is going to mm-hmm. do that? Yeah, yeah that's, it's not that's, up today. Yeah, we saw that. You saw no, it? That, that was up? the one, the 82-inch LED. Yeah. yeah that was up. Uh, 82 inches. Well, tomorrow when it opens, then... Right, yeah. then everyone will see it. Okay, so it's <clears> there. I thought maybe they were just going to hide it until tomorrow, <laughs> which would be kind of cool. Like, well, oh, no. some stuff, I mean, there We've is... We've got it out in a van the size of, a, you know, an 80... Well, that whole area was really cool because there was a 102-inch television, and then there was the 82-one and the 80-inch, and you're just surrounded by these enormously huge TVs. So are you going to leave here and then be like, 50-inch TV? Ugh. No, man. Worthless. I still have like a 19-inch TV at home, so... I saw a no chance. I saw a 20-inch LG um, monitor actually earlier that is a has a built-in HDTV ready tuner, Mm -hmm. and it had. It seems to be all about kind of integrating the. The hard drive and the whatnot and the things with the things. And it had memory card slots on the side so you could just, like, preview your Ooh. photos and video just by popping the little card into the thing. I now thought that was pretty cool. Some TVs have that, but this was the first time I'd seen it on an actual monitor. Yeah. One thing that happens at CES is we all get caught up in what's out on the floor and start making predictions about, well, this is going to happen or that is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You have to remember that almost the majority of this stuff isn't even on the shelves, even ready to hit the shelves. Right. You know? And some of it may never. Release right? dates hit the market. range from Q2, Q3 to undetermined. Yes. It's going to come out someday. Indeterminate length. I mean, I'm sure... I'm it, very it, familiar actually, with that. if you go to ces.cnet.com and read the, the flashbacks, you'll see a lot of the stuff that we saw at last year's CES and where is it now. Right. And a lot of the stuff hasn't even hit the shelves from last year. Well, we saw, for example, Slingbox last year. It was huge at CES last year, and it didn't really hit in a big way until fall of this past year. You know, yeah, and they were saying summer release during CES, right. and really, yeah, like you say, it was fall before And no one was happened. really talking about it until about November. 
All right, when we come back, we've got some more headlines for you. We're going to catch up on some of the things that we did over the uh, the break, some stories we missed, like especially the Coldplay CD story. Scandal! And we'll continue to give you uh, some scoops on what's happening at CES. Just a moment. Do you believe anything is possible? At Earthlink, we do. We believe the same company that delivers your lightning-fast DSL connection can deliver your home phone service and wireless service, too. One company for all your communication needs. Visit earthlink.net and start believing today. Earthlink, we revolve around you. So we got to do some catch-up work, a yes. little, little bit of non-CES work, because we've been off for a couple weeks now. Forever. Uh, the, the biggest news that I found was this uh, Coldplay story, which I huge. still haven't verified. I haven't actually gone. We need to go buy one of these CDs and see it. But according to this website, I saw the posting on Boing Boing, the new, latest versions of Coldplay CDs, uh, I think X and Y is the only one that has this, yeah. come with a long warning insert that says, thank you very much for purchasing the CD, but here's what you can't do with it. Can't be burnt onto a CDR or hard disk, cannot be converted into MP3 for file sharing, has only been u- manufactured to be used in regular CD players. Some CD players won't be able to play it. Some people, some, some CD, I love that. Uh, some CD uh, players or car stereos hard disk recording capability won't be able to play it. Some portable CD player. I mean, it's, the list goes on and on That's and on and on. Insane. Yeah, I finally loaded it because I'm sure everyone is going to this. And this is Virgin. This also, is Virgin. This uh, CD really? does not support Macintosh. I know. Wait, is it? Yeah, this is Virgin Records. Huh. This is not yeah. Sony or or even. You know, I don't know. So presumably right now this, the labels are free to do whatever they want in terms of copy protection, obviously. You guys Does this be... mean that it, I wonder if this turns out to be true? Let's, let's be measured here. We have not seen this. This is a one source story so far. We haven't seen it verified anywhere else. And since we've been in Vegas and or sitting on our duffs watching TV on vacation, we have not gone out to buy the CD. But if it turns out to be true, do you think they're physically preventing people to burn to M- or do you think it's just like I think it's copy you can't pro- and if you do you're yeah. breaking the law it may just be protecting themselves it may be as much as saying you can't do this we're you mean you can try and right. you probably succeed but you shouldn't you know when the root kit thing came out actually it was um we got a couple of emails suggesting that it was all a conspiracy to stop people from buying cds to just say like huh. we're all doing online stores just go get your music there it's too i don't know hard and cumbersome to keep producing cds and i have to say <laughs> that this kind of feeds that fire a little bit like why it just doesn't feel like a good buy to buy a CD anymore. No, it doesn't. And, and or a safe one anyway. And and this ties into a, something I was thinking about when we were talking about all the TVs and the integration of hard drives. And and we've talked about this before, the fact Oh, how DRM is going to kill it? Well, yeah, well how storage media is is going away from optical storage and removable storage into regular storage and maybe that's where they're pushing this is like we don't want you to buy cds we want you to download maybe maybe i mean ironically enough although it's just it's a it's a boondoggle because even if you stop buying cds because they're too restrictive and annoying pretty soon you're going to run into the same drm i mean you're going to run into the same drm with the online music stores and it's in some cases worse and more well, and it's harder to get around that's and it's why to get that's around. the conspiracy theory right uh-huh. that's why that's what the record companies might get out of it is that and at the CD, it's really easy to get around almost every copy protection. But with a download, right. it's, not a, it's not as easy. It's, you can right. still you get around You have to hack it. it. But yeah, you have to hack it. But hey, you know guys, what? Yeah. I, got a, I got something to tell you. Oh. I did a bad thing. <gasps> What'd you do? I accidentally bought a Sony CD for oh, my no. mother for Christmas. Which one? <laughs> for your mother? You infected your mother? I Veronica. got her a Johnny Cash Greatest Hits collection. 
and it was put out by Sony BMG. Yeah, that's a good CD. I ordered it on Amazon, and I just didn't even think to look. But did it say, you know, those those CDs, I think it the says, Amazon listing page said copy protected CD. I, you know, I was oh. in a rush. Is she going to play it on a PC, though? Oh. Or she no, just, she's not. She'll just okay. play it on, we'll on, in her car. We'll let you off But that. she does want to play it in her car. And don't they have trouble playing in car stereos Sometimes, yeah. Be, well, just because the copy protection apparently makes them. Yeah, it just makes they them want to play, play in It some won't affect stereos. her car. Okay. Presumably. <laughs> Unless she has a really fancy car. Veronica. I felt so bad. The I second I found them, I'm like, they are You better warn me. her. You better say don't put I that did. in your computer. I did. Not <laughs> that she would. She's no, I don't think she's ever put a CD in a computer. Or you life. could get her to put it on eBay. As hopefully one of the last CDs ever that will be burdened with restrictive and dangerous copy protection. It is my New Year's resolution for 2006 to come up with a feasible plan for getting rid of copy protection and DRM. I'm tired of these people saying it's a fact of life. I'm tired of them saying that we're never going to be able to have digital music without DRM. I just don't think it's true. But I, I do understand that it's very hard to retrofit the man. I right? think like you can't apply the new model to the old companies that are just too used to doing it and too scared. So we just need, like you said in a prediction show, the new Southwest type Southwest digital music purveyor, Southwest music. Airlines of music. I think Audio Lunchbox is a good bet for Change that. it. Fix it. I'm yeah. really impressed with AudioLunchbox.com because they have good indie artists. They have uh, Death Cab for Cutie. They have Dropkick Murphys and Flogging Molly. And I don't think Death maybe Cab you, for Cutie is indie anymore. Maybe you don't. Well, Everyone and that's the thing. You them. can download it from <laughs> Audio Lunchbox MP3 in the clear. Oh. Pay for it. 99 cents a song, $10 an album. Even though they're all huge now? Yeah. You can still get their stuff. You can get right. bigger names there, too. I'll check it out. Dolly Parton. <laughs> and also, I just want to say that I have thought that Coldplay was overrated for a long time. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, you know, the first thing I did when I saw that story about the Coldplay CD is I ran and checked my copy, yeah. and it didn't have the insert. It's probably That's still good. copy protected, though. They just didn't tell me about it. Yeah, luckily I'm safe from that because I didn't buy that CD. Speaking <laughs> I really of, like that one song. All right, moving okay, on. You can just no, 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 steal you it go. from me. You go. You can just steal the song from me. Uh, hey, speaking of loud. incompatibility, uh, according to a Slashdot posting on January 1st, Vista won't play with old DVD drives. What? Uh, according to a developer's blog, Windows Vista will no longer support DVD-ROM drives that do not handle region coding. So okay. they're going to build in with Windows Vista that DVD-ROM drives must have region code built in to play DVDs. Otherwise, Vista won't allow them to play. Can you explain what that means? What? Well, the region How code do that? Is, is a signal embedded in the DVDs so that if you buy one in Hong Kong and you're playing it in Philadelphia, it won't play. They, don't, they want to control okay. the release in okay. regions. So, so every Microsoft DVD player you buy them? has a region code right. unless it specifically says it's region free. Right. So and what so if you're Windows buying something is, as a, Vista like a gift is going to implement this. Or, uh, nope. I don't get it. Yeah. It just nope. seems kind of random. Like, why would they start now? It just seems mean. Well, yeah. And why is Microsoft going to get, I don't know. Why do they need to help? In other DVD news, um, we are expecting to hear the Blu-ray plan, like their plan for their release. And coincidentally, or mostly <laughs> not, um, the studios have started announcing their next generation DVD titles. So even though the players aren't on the market and the format war is only getting worse, they have said, oh, no, we're going to start doing it. They're going to release Blu-ray versions. So it, it sounds like right now, at least, they're not going to release next generation only DVDs. But Fantastic Four, Ice Age, Fifth Element, and Hitch will um, all be released soon on Blu-ray so, but not, uh, not exclusively. You'll still be able to get yeah. those titles in the, in the old DVD. But if you have gone out and bought the, the Blu-ray DVD player, which I think does not exist but might exist after CES, then <laughs> uh, seriously. I saw plenty of them Aren't they out jumping the, the gun yeah. a little bit? Like, <laughs> wow, you can't play this on anything, but get it. Well, they're announcing the release, right? It's not actually yeah, on the well, shelves yet. still. 
I think they're jumping the gun a little bit anyway, considering that. I think the format war is going to be a lot worse than they think it is. I agree with you there, absolutely. Sweet. You know, one thing um, that I think is, is going to become clear at the CES and seeing all of those TVs reminded me of this, yeah. is that we may see Blu-ray and HD DVD actually totally become obsolete. That's true. I know we talked about well, it earlier Why would you in the, need it with podcast, 160 gigabyte built-in talking, DVR? The more I think about it, if, yeah, if you've got DirecTV with a DVR built-in and your TV all-in-one... Yeah. Yeah. Why are you ever going to need a DVD again? Because why bother? DirecTV and Dish are both going for on-demand as well. So you can just say, oh, I just want to pick that movie. I want to download it onto my DVR and watch it whenever I want. Yeah. I don't think we should talk about Blu-ray and HD DVD anymore. <laughs> They're dead. Great. That, they don't even know it. Over that's, it. That's not good for the next big thing, Super Session. <laughs> and time of death is 125. All right. But, uh, yeah, if folks, oh, yeah. Next we, week, we should so. let, let people know what's going on. We have the Best of CES Awards. The finalists will be announced Thursday at 5 p.m. That's at the end of the next big thing, Super Session, which is in the North Hall, right? The North Hall, Mark? Is it? 257. And 257. So if you're in Las Vegas for CES, you can attend that. Brian Cooley will host. Molly and I will be there. And we will it is uh, at three start o'clock that at 3 o'clock. Uh, tomorrow? Finalists. Thursday? To be announced at Thursday at 5 p.m. of the Best of CES Awards right here on the stage where mm-hmm. we are recording right now. And then the winners will be announced Saturday at 2 p.m. right here on stage. Yes. So if you're in Las Vegas, you can do all that stuff. If you're not in Las Vegas, just keep listening to the podcast and it'll be <laughs> like you're here because we'll tell you all about it. And you can we're shooting like a million videos a day. That's why I have not seen any of the floor because I've been here shooting first look videos of cool stuff, which will all be online at CNET.com, CES.CNET.com. Uh, really soon, like and end of today. Well, and the other thing Hopefully. is, it's going to be more and more and more all week long. We're recording the podcast on the stage every day. Yes. So once the show opens, the stage, and, by the way, is located in the South Hall at the top of the escalators behind a fifty-foot banner. It might not look like there's a stage back here, but there is. We're basically directly above the Starbucks. That's convenient. <laughs> One I know. Of them anyway. for you. It's a good landmark for and good for me. You know, I like the coffee at the Stardust. White chocolate mocha. <laughs> it's just fine for me. <laughs> I all drank right. quite a large one this morning, actually, from the Stardust. That's all we got for today. Email That's, us. We're yes. back. Buzz at ZNet.com. We have been reading your email over the break. We have been trying to get into the forums as much as possible. I know it doesn't look like it. But but you uh, still should not call us. Email us, buzz at ZNet.com. Nope. Uh, don't call, nope. although I'm, I'm just not going to give the number until we yeah. can take the calls again. Because yeah, we can't take it. the voicemails until probably after Macworld. Yeah. Because we're going to be it's doing Macworld be weeks next week. Before we can take your voicemails, sadly. Um, but yes, we, we will read the emails and we will go to the forums, forums.cnet.com. So... Thanks yep. for listening. Come see us at the stage. Woohoo! Bye. Bye. Bye.